0: Good morning. Good morning. So, this is episode
1: 84. Got it right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so what happened today?
2: We had uh, Netta Talmor on uh the podcast as a guest, and Netta is her brand is it is awesome. She was awesome. <laughs> she is awesome. But her brand is no hassle. Um no hassle website, no hassle funnels, all sorts of kind of no hassle products. And, um, my kind of introduction to Netta was about five years ago now, um, when I'd found her posting in a group and she offered a, as it sounds, no hassle solution to creating your website. Um, so you didn't need to have, uh, like coding or anything complicated. It was, it was very much kind of like plug and play.
0: Well, she would also set herself up as somebody who knew what she was talking about because she was constantly helping people in those groups, wasn't she? Like whenever anybody had an issue she was like kind of saying, well, just do this way and just do that way. Yeah. and Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So I, I genuinely don't remember the first kind of introduction with her, but I, I, I did buy her product and I have raved about it ever since. Um, I've used it for all of our websites and I'm always recommending people to it. Um, and yeah, and it's been great to watch her kind of grow from strength to strength in, in some of the mutual groups I'm in. Well, um, she's
0: now very successful. She exactly, has a team... Yeah. She earns a great chunk of change from the business that she's involved in now, and she's um, and it just doesn't seem to be any stopping her. And what was also interesting was her philosophy around um, how long it takes to get successful in business sometimes, and like it's easy to think of her as being an overnight success because she launched so quickly, but she had so much experience in business prior to doing that, didn't she? So,
2: well, that's exactly it, and and even on the, even if you discount all her previous um, entrepreneurial experience, which I mean you can't because it's like twenty years worth. But even if you if you did take that and just took her success with no hassle, it it was still five years in the making. It still wasn't. Um, yes, it it it, it was. Kind of captured by people but it was still incremental growth you know it wasn't this kind of stratospheric growth that everybody yeah. kind of talks about and and that and it's such a lifestyle business as well which is obviously what we very much are big fans of well, she, she doesn't ta- do anything she doesn't want to do you know yeah. it, it's very
0: well much- she talks about sustainability yes. a lot now not in terms of oh the kind of green stuff but we're, <laughs> we're, when we we're talk talking about sustainability it's like okay if i start this project business whatever it is how long can I keep it going for and um which we're great believers as well that's why we go on about systems and processes and everything else because there's only so there's only so many people you can deal with on a one-to-one yeah there's only so many hours in a day and um yeah she has an interesting philosophy of that I'd say this is one of the one of the best interviews we've done in terms of Really getting us to think as well about how we do business and what and what we're focused on and all that kind of stuff. It definitely sparked some kind of inspiration in us straight afterwards,
2: didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. There's some fantastic takeaways. So enjoy. Hi Netta, welcome to the show and welcome to episode 84 84. for our listeners and our viewers. Um, This is Netta from uh, the No Hassle website, which I have been a part of, well you reminded me before we hit hit go on this, from 2016 Um, and so I've been using your services and raving about your services and so I wanted to kind of get you on the show today because um, I've kind of watched your journey from nothing to building your small and mighty empire (laughs) that you've got going on with with No Hassle and and well deserved. You know, I think it's it's a brilliant product. So can you just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and how you came to starting No Hassle Website?
1: Yes, thank you. So, thank you for having me. I'm always happy uh, when, uh, especially happy clients uh, approach me about these kind of things. It's always the best kind of uh, interview and podcast. Thank you for having me. So, yes, I'm Netta Moore. I'm the creator of No Hassle website and all things No Hassle, and uh, I help entrepreneurs just like yourselves uh, by creating Uber. Uh, smart and affordable and easy plug and play solutions to seemingly complicated problems. And I always like to emphasize that it's just seemingly complicated because I really, you know, we can get into the philosophy of why it is, but for online entrepreneurs, everything seems to be complicated, presented as a complicated thing, you know, funnels, websites, you always need more people, hire people, pay a lot of money. And I'm like, nah, that's not that complicated really. So my, uh, my entire philosophy behind the business is to simplify the world of online uh, entrepreneurship with uh, smart solutions that anyone non-techie, self-proclaimed non-techies can use and really grow their business so that's how it all started it all started with no hassle website was with one my first product in 2016 Uh, and you were one of my first clients that year i have no idea how you even found me (laughs) at the time (laughs) Uh, and yes it's it has grown we're going to celebrate five years next month And and it has grown to many other uh, products and services and a membership and all kinds of uh, other things to support online entrepreneurs. So,
2: yeah. (laughs) It's interesting that you say that you have um, other products now because we were actually talking on an episode uh, just yesterday or the day before um, where we advise people to start small, to start with one product and kind of refine that and then build on which is exactly what you've done and i i think i found you through a group originally i think you were kind of offering solutions to people just as you said like it, it doesn't need to be this complicated um, and i think that's how i first found you so would you agree that you kind of need to start with that that one thing
1: yes a hundred percent and the fact that you found me in a group makes a lot of sense because that's how it all started for me i so I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. I've basically never worked for anyone else. It's one of my biggest prides. And so I've been an entrepreneur since I was 16. So uh, yeah, over 25 years now, almost 28, I guess. And uh, I've, I've never worked for, for anyone else. I always try, you know, look for ideas and I've had all kinds of businesses. And what happened during that time in 2016, I was already doing a lot of things online since the early 2000s. 2000s? How do you say it? <laughs> and, and I was in groups of online entrepreneurs, very active groups. And I found myself repeatedly answering the same questions. I didn't have a business there. I didn't, I was there because I wanted to be amongst other, you know, online entrepreneurs, see what they're doing, learn myself, new things. And they people kept on asking the same questions again and again. in these groups, these big groups of on, like, 10,000 people and the question about how to create a website or should i do wordpress or wix or should i do you know squarespace or should i hire someone to do it myself that was the number one question and I kept on answering, copying and pasting my answer. Like I was thinking, why don't you just search the group, people? But, you know, but in any case, I was happy to answer and, and to share my knowledge from, from 20 years of, of uh, building websites for my own businesses, not because I'm a developer or anything like that. And then I, I've told this story before, but I will say it here. In February of 2016, literally today, five years ago, I told my husband. Oh, yeah i don't understand why people why there isn't just a website that already has everything people need that's was my like what i told him what and then you know ding with a little bulb or, uh, above my head and i was like i'll do it that's how it will work and what is it today uh, yeah so a month after my idea i already launched no hassle website I immediately knew exactly what I wanted to do because it's always the same. Ninety-five percent of online entrepreneurs need the same ninety-five percent on their website. They need to, you know, have the homepage. They need about me page. They need a way to contact. They need the services. They need a blog. Done. Not a big, you know, it's not a two-year project. It's a two-week project, and everyone can do it. Yeah. And uh, so I felt very strongly about that. And I, I just created this template of, of the website that I called No Hassle website, which was probably the best idea in my entire business, calling it No Hassle. It made it so much easier for every other product that came after that. And I created it. I bought, I bought the domain on March 12th. That's what I remember. So it was just a month before. And Few days later it was all done i I launched and i didn't have you know i had to build my own website (laughs) so i could sell it and and i used my the the product that i developed was the product that i used for myself and then uh, in these groups you know i just kept on being in the groups and i didn't promote in any direct way but people started asking me and getting uh, contacted me directly and that's how the first few people got to me and then it just really blew up <laughs>
0: so yeah that's that's so i mean the fact that you took action so quickly is awesome but the but the the really interesting part for me as well about that is we, you and i have talked about facebook groups and the power of facebook groups and how mm-hmm. important it is to participate in groups in a way that you're adding value where you're giving value you're not taking all the time right so even when Always. you have a product or service that might be relevant to those people in that group it's still add value don't keep saying buy my mo- buy me buy me buy me because people will find you if they trust and like you right
1: and Again, 100%, and I tell that to my community all the time. You can't start with asking for anything. You have to be there. And I also, I'm, uh, I am I, believe in karma, in the, not in a spiritual way, in a very direct way. If I do my thing, it will affect other people, and you never know how it will come back. But it will come back. It may not be the person that I helped. It may be their friend in six months but you do your part in one, you know, in one place and it comes back in other ways. And uh, what I, the other thing that I, I think uh, worked very well for me and my business. And again, I, I, I talk about it with my community is that I listened to what they needed. I listened to what they needed. They were saying with, you know, they need a solution for this again and again. And that's how that leads to my other product. I don't, sit and think oh how can I make more money that's not how it works it's the other way my community and the people who already know me and where I you know hang they say oh you know I'm struggling with this and they ask the same question I'm like "Ding! I should make a product the no hassle product for that so you know I have the sister products all came from from the first people that that uh, bought no hassle website so six about six months after I and started No Hassle website, the same few people that I had, like 50 clients that I had the entire year, maybe, they started saying, Hey, that's pretty cool. Can you help me also do it with a course or membership? I want now to launch a course or membership. I don't have a good solution for that. That's how you know my second product came. And that's how over the last five years I've created, I don't know, a bunch of other <laughs> products for the things that my people told me that they need. So it's such an easy sell after that. I don't need to explain or convince. They had to you know, ask me for it. Once I had delivered it, they were ready to buy. And that's a big part of my no-hassle philosophy in general about entrepreneurship, to make it easy on yourself, create the solutions people already want. Don't, don't invent a problem and then I try to explain to them that they have that problem. It's so much more difficult, yeah. sorry.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's interesting to say that, actually, because I was in a, a clubhouse room the other day and they were saying exactly that. They were like, mm-hmm. listen to your audience wait uh, don't invent these products and then say hey do you want this go go and listen and even if you don't have your own group and your own community go into others and just listen for as you say the common needs that people have um, and then be there ready with the with the solution and um, so i want to visit some of your other um products because i saw one um i think correct me if i'm wrong but i'm thinking it's around about six months ago now where you were doing a funnel for kids like for child entrepreneurs
1: is that am i oh. right in, in the roundabout yes <laughs> yes so uh, again it came from uh in this case the story about no hassle junior that's what it's called and uh, came from my son so my son is super techie got it from me and <laughs> uh, super techie <laughs> and uh, coder he knows things that i will never know and he's a gamer and he wanted a website for himself so I was like, okay, I'll give you, you know, I'll install a no hassle website for you and just follow my instructions. And then we were like, But he doesn't need all, you know, the things that online entrepreneurs need. So we together, we figured out how to simplify it. And we came up with the idea of just a one page website that has different areas there. So we added a YouTube because he has a YouTube channel and we had, we added a donation or a sale place because sometimes they do that. Like kids have a donation area and just a gallery and it's all one page thing. And I recorded all the videos like I do for instructions. And my son built his entire website without talking to me in a day and a half. And that's how No Hassle Jr. came to be. And then actually it was... uh, almost, yeah, about a year ago when, when COVID started that uh, I did a series of, I wanted to, you know, help my community and I did a series of um, free trainings. And one of them was because kids were at home. Now it seems so normal, but at the time it was, what, what what do I do with my kids at home all day? And so I, I really presented No Hassle Jr. and I gifted uh, I think it was 25 no hassle juniors to clients and the kids the kids had to fill out the, their kids had to fill out the form and tell me why they want it and and then we did a special session for them. And now there are all kinds of kids with no hassle junior websites. But the funny thing is that some of my clients buy it because it's it's a nice simple one page um, and website that they convert to their own needs. But uh, sometimes people just need one page, you know, they don't want to complicated. So yeah, also for ki- like anything, anyone, anything that I figure that someone needs that is related to uh, my umbrella brand and business, I'm happy to to develop. And that's how I did other other products as well. And, and another thing, the fact that it took me a month uh, is is very crucial. I believe in the, in that very strongly. And I, and I encourage my my community to do the same all these things that we do all of us online should not take more than about a month to to do if it's more than a month it's not a great business model for what most of us do online and really it shouldn't take so long what are we talking about creating a course or you know developing a program it shouldn't take you a year it certainly should not take sit you should not sit on it for months and months just do it just take action and it's a big, big part of uh, the success of No Hustle uh, website because if I would think about everything for months and if I would do so, uh, tests and stuff, why bother? Just do it. Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? People won't buy it. So what?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Not everything has to be a success.
0: Message. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a really important message because you're. a lot of people think they've got to come up with all the answers before they launch. there's so much you'll never know until you're actually in it and running with it and that's when you start to see the problems right you'll never know everything before you begin something
1: and 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 also another thing and i'll quote here my friend bushra azar and i i highly recommend starting especially when it's your first course or product with what she calls a 20 percent solution so people tend to they see they they bought a two thousand dollar product so they think that they need to sell a two thousand dollar product that's how it started suddenly that person showed up on their feed and uh, you know they've been following that person for a while and they want to they buy into that complete one stop 100 percent solution and they want to offer the same i think it's a terrible mistake it is a, it, it actually um it makes it harder for you to have success, and it's much uh, more discouraging when you when you worked so hard for so long, and then you launch to the sound of crickets, as opposed to creating something over a couple of weeks, a twenty percent solution. A couple of weeks, you launch it. It could be really cheap, you know, between nine dollars and up to a, a two hundred dollars. I would say would qualify for something like that. And then you launch it, and even if just five just five people buy it, that's amazing. Five people bought it and you made money and you got it out there. So now you have five, you know, happy clients and they're going to um to use it and implement whatever it is that you taught them and they're gonna get results quickly. And then you can do it again and again. And each time you grow a little bit more and you're and uh, your audience grows at the same time that's such a, a more natural and organic way to grow and i think it also aligns with a lot of people's uh you know they have their insecurities when they start it's really hard to sell something when you're just starting and stand behind it and and try to convince people or persuade them that this is the right thing when you yourself are not 100 percent sure but when you do something quickly that you know it's, it's a small solution for an actual problem and you know it will help them, then it's so much easier. I'm all about, I don't like selling. That's my thing. I do not like selling. So I do everything I can not to sell directly. And then all the sales come because it's about all the other things. It's not about putting in your face an offer. So that's, that's the no hassle philosophy.
2: Yeah, the, the path of least resistance. I like it. So just to unpack yes. that a little bit for some of our listeners that aren't quite sure, um, you know, what you're kind of talking about with the twenty percent. So that's it's kind of like the beginning of your funnel. It would be like an intro product that you would then kind of build onto later on and add different things or or a more expensive option, something along those lines
1: so i i I wouldn't actually say that it's the beginning of your funnel so for me by the way a funnel people often are confused about for me a funnel is any process by which you convert a prospect into a paying customer so that could be anything. It could be a phone call. It could be an opt-in on your website, and then it becomes an email sequence that leads to a sale. It could be podcasts. Uh, you know that someone sees you and ends up on your website and buys. This is these are all funnels for me. So the fact that you're selling a twenty percent product, you're all already converting them. That is a funnel in and of itself. It is part of a bigger uh, strategy for your business where you're going to start with small products to build your you know, authority, your, your own confidence, the little uh, community that will start doing some of the work for you. And then you offer them more products, but that was a complete funnel in and of itself. It ended with someone buying something from you. It's right. just not starting your business with the whole shebang, you know, the the, the everything and solution to all their problems, because it will take you a you know a year to do it. Most people even more or just sit on it. You will then have nothing in between. Like you won't be focusing on anything else. Probably that's what I'm seeing from people. They spend months on just building a, a website. They spend months on deciding on a logo. That drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. <laughs> I. Th- this is how I. This is how I got my no hassle uh, logo, which is exactly the same one I got back in February or March of 2016. I went on a website called coolers.co where I ch- looked at nice pa- color palettes and chose a few colors. I then went to Fiverr and searched logo design or something like that. And I found, found a guy called Sahil and paid him $5. That's what I paid him. I explained to him exactly what I wanted. And about an hour and a half later, I had the same logo that I still use today for No Hassle website done by the way I, I Sahil has made many other uh, uh logos for me and i send everyone that talks about a logo go to Sahil. what what he's made like five thousand <laughs> 5, um uh, uh, logos on on uh, fiverr by now And what does it matter? People think that the logo is their brand or the logo is their business. It's just not the right place to put your energy. It doesn't matter. It's not even a big part of the brand. The brand is not about the visual part of your business. That's such a small part. People put too much emphasis on that, I find. And also when it comes to their website, they want to beautify it to perfection because they saw something that they think that only if they have that website, or that level of website it will work when in fact their product is not you know uh, finished or started yet it's uh, it's not ideal they don't know who their ideal client is they didn't uh, uh, hone on their message for their brand all those things those pieces are missing and then because that you know they they it's the logo or the beautification or or many times i found because i i deal a lot with tech that People let the fear of tech stop them from doing anything, which is just Mm. doesn't make sense to me. That's not where your business. That's just tech stuff. There are solutions, whether it's no hassle website or finding someone or learning or doing a one page website for, you know, on Wix. I, I have no problem with that. That's not, you know, that's not where your business is. Uh, and I o- always like to show people, and this is a nice uh, exercise for for uh, anyone who's listening. Search uh, Google the first logo for Amazon and the first logo for Microsoft. They are ugly, and they have nothing to do <laughs> with their with today's with today's logo. No, you have to see it to believe it. It's like it's unbelievable that someone actually approved that. But it was you know the '70s or '90s and it's okay because it doesn't that's not what amazon is about that's not what uh, microsoft is about it's that their brand is so much bigger and uh, then that and says so much more so yeah try apple try go 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 check it out
2: <laughs> i heard on a podcast actually the other day um i can't remember the name of it now but there's a website that you can it's like back in time or something there's a website that you can go on and look at brands pre sold websites yeah. so,
1: way back that's it yeah way back yeah so yeah way back machine way back machine it's called yeah yeah you can look at (laughs) your own stuff things things you thought looked good
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we don't want to look at our own stuff but i i I think um interesting we're having this conversation now because you and i were talking yesterday evening about especially with courses or or things where you're trying to take somebody, solve a solution for somebody, and your it's a service-based thing rather than a, a physical product. And mm-hmm. um, especially when you go down the rabbit holes of trying to be create a huge solution when actually you should only create a part, like mm-hmm. build part and get it launched. Mm-hmm. And that that definitely lines up with the conversation we were having last yeah. night because it's not it's it it works on both sides in that it's better for you as a business owner because you just get things out and tested and refined but it's also better for the customer because from the customer's perspective it's less complicated they bought something they've been able to apply it immediately and the solution is far quicker whereas if you're if say for example it's a instagram strategy for example because we were talking about that last night You could give someone a manual on an Instagram strategy (laughs) on everything they could possibly do on an Instagram strategy and someone might buy it, but they wouldn't implement any of it because mm -hmm. it's too intimidating. No. But if you said, right, this is how you do reels on Instagram really effectively, it's way easier for them to transact an action and get a result, right?
1: Okay, so there are two parts to this. First of all, there's no easier person to sell to than someone you've already sold something to someone who bought from you so by getting that first product out cheap easy immediate they get immediate results you'll get it out there in you know a couple of weeks and you now have a buyer and a buyer is very different than a prospect and a buyer has the potential of buying pretty much a happy buyer has the potential of buying any product you will create from now on and that puts you in a very strong position so as opposed to developing something for a year and uh, having uh, maybe a few people buy from you an expensive uh, relatively expensive product and then the chances of them actually completing it also go down tremendously the bigger the product the longer the program and so on the commitment on both sides is big so not only will it take you uh, you know, a year to develop, maybe it's a program that you have to deliver for six months or even a year. It's just not a good sustainable business plan for most people. It doesn't make sense. It's to me, it's so much uh, more logical to get products out there, products that people want, give them an immediate solution, get you that momentum and and confidence that you can do and offer more and they can make You know, clients happy with what you create and what you teach, and then build on that more and more. And also, when it comes to a 20% product versus a 100% product, with a 100% product, you don't only have to convince or persuade the buyer that you are everything you say and everything that you are including will really do the work, they have to believe in themselves much more than for a 20% product. It's not all about you, it's about them. They need to believe that they can do it, that your promise is going to happen for them, that not only you're gonna deliver everything you promise, but that they will take that action. That people, people don't complete, you know, programs all the time. People buy and don't even open the program, the course, the product. They just bought, they had that high of buying, you know, the dopamine rush and tomorrow next day gone because they're like really yeah is that gonna am i really gonna do this now is it gonna happen for me i you know i've tried other things before again the you know least resistance for yourself and for your buyers is is a much and uh, more logical and and sustainable business strategy in my opinion my experience and i have a lot of experience with with businesses that didn't do well a lot <laughs> so and uh, i think that with with no hassle it's it's certainly built on my experience of the 20 years of entrepreneurship before i started that but there was some there were some smart moves but also luck in the sense that it just happened. And then I analyzed and understood what just happened and worked and then repeated that and you know, teach that and, and share that with my community.
0: I think that there's a word that you're using a lot in this conversation, that is community. Yes. And that's a massive advantage for any small business when yes. you are cultivating a community of people that love what you do are interested in hearing your opinion on something that we'll constantly re- revisit. And we've spoken on previous episodes about if you approach your business as though you have a duty of care to your customers through through the start of the relationship and onwards, that cultivates this need for a community. right? The idea of having Facebook groups and everything else to feed that process because everyone wins.
2: Mm-hmm
1: and so there are two two Mm -hmm. things that uh, are important to me and i think sustainability and by that i mean that everything that i create or every service that i offer from the support to the product itself has to be sustainable can i Yes, I can do it for 10 people, but can I do it for 5,000 people? Or what will it take for me to be able to offer this for 5,000 people? That's something that I did very badly in previous businesses. It wasn't a sustainable model. And so that's very important uh, for me when I plan on things and and decide on what to do. And the other thing, and you guys, I I hope, know that... er Customer service is the number one thing, the the, the activity that I do. I spend about eighty percent of my time on customer service. Like I said, I'm not. I don't like selling. I consider customer service an umbrella for for marketing and for community and for selling. It's all there for me, and in my case, it means. Uh, customer service through our customer service uh, tech support and that's that's what takes most of our time and energy and the group that i have and this group is only open to my clients paid customers and i've heard it many many times people say it's worth buying my product just to get the support like the support is more than than anything else because i don't put a limit on the support someone buys a you know no hassle website from me three years later they have something on their website they can't figure out it's a matter of minutes they they fill out the form or they ask the question in the group and by you know in a couple of hours probably they'll have the solution instead of getting into a rabbit hole and not knowing what to do and getting frustrated and so that support and other activities that i do always like i said before without the idea of the karma i'll just give to my community it comes back in so many ways so many ways Which reminds me just uh, today, um, I was asked about uh, an affiliate program. And I get asked about if I have an affiliate program at least once a week since 2016. Every week, at least once. And I do not offer uh, a referral program or, you know, affiliate program. And I, I don't think I will ever do that because first of all my price point doesn't make a lot of sense to cut into that as well it allows me to keep it at the the, the right price for the end user and number two because i believe that i I want people to recommend my products simply because they can't shut up about it that's why that's how i want to do it and when they do it that way it's just so much cleaner and more genuine for everyone but my way of thinking my community is not through a commission, but through everything I do. So it's it's all part of the of this idea of community and serving, and it will all come back in so many other ways. As long as I continue to do my part, everyone else will, will benefit and do their part, you know, not that there is an agreement. And uh, so that's my model. And then every now and then. I launch a product and when I launch a product by the way I I'm very much for paid ads and I use it and it has grown my business a lot but I often launch just to my community just to my community I don't spend its emails and posts in my own group not even in the page because who sees the you know the posts in the page yeah. and I it's almost money on tap it's crazy like I can, you know, create something in a couple of weeks, and it's small thing. Like I have no hassle social media. It's a twenty nine dollar product. I didn't run ads. I didn't do anything. I probably made ten thousand dollars from this product. It took me maybe two weeks. Maybe two weeks. Only to my community. Here, a few emails. Post in the group. Done. Done. That's it like and that that is sustainable that's something i can do all the time right and the group grows yeah. and my community grows and it i i do feel it's a win-win situation i don't feel uh, that i'm offering or people are buying are coerced to buy something from me it's the opposite they asked for it they wanted the solution i give it to them win-win all all around so that that is how it's been going on for the last five years
2: yeah, well, I can definitely testify to the uh, the customer support. I've been on the receiving end of ne- nearly going down a rabbit hole and then just emailing you or your team help! and help. And you're absolutely right; it's it's fixed very quickly. So I I can completely testify to that. But um, I uh, I wanted to go back to your kind of early days because you said you don't like selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember. In some of the group, I can't remember if it was in your own group. I think it was probably more in some of the common groups that we're both mm-hmm. in, like Bushra's group mm-hmm. that you mentioned. You used to do challenges, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know if you still mm-hmm. do. Can you talk us through how challenges? Have yes, been
1: love it, love it, business? love it. So I, I've done probably about 15 challenges since october of 2016. so that was the first time i did a five-day challenge now i do boot camps and they're three days it's the same idea it's just a little shorter and so i love it love it love it love it and when people are not sure what to do and how to market when they start i'm always boot camp or challenge so what happened uh, for me was that in october 2016 i wanted to do my first big launch so i had no hassle website i've had i had my you know few dozen clients during that year and they asked me to create the solution i mentioned before they wanted to now sell a course or a membership and wanted a-, a platform to do that so i came up with no hassle membership and course platform and so that's the sister product to no hassle website and it's especially for people to be able to host and sell courses and memberships. So pretty straightforward. A lot of people need that. There are all kinds of solutions, Teachable and um, you know, Kajabi and uh, ClickFunnels. All these solutions are have their advantages and disadvantages. My biggest thing is that I want to give people 100% control and ownership of their businesses. As I like to say, you want to build your business on your own real estate and not someone else's real estate. But it's very hard for people to figure out how to put together a WordPress website with a membership pl- a, a plugin and set everything up. That's it. They're, they're done. Right. They're, they don't they don't want to start. So uh, I wanted to offer them the same kind of solution, not like no hassle website, but for courses and memberships. So I created that. And then I was like, how am I going to get it out there? So I decided to do a five day challenge. And here I'm going to give the secret of my challenge successes how, how to choose the right challenge and uh, topic it's always the step before the product so what do people need to do or what do they need to know or what do they need to have just before they make the decision to buy whatever product program it is that you're selling so in my case i i'm selling a tech solution to to you know host and sell courses so what do people need to have just before there can be many things but what i offer them is a five-day strategy challenge to plan their entire course or membership so the con the topic the content the marketing plan and, and the retention and 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 a success, kind of how to assure that people have success. Those are the first four days of the challenge. And on the last day, it's the tech solution. Okay, you did all of that. Now you need a tech solution. Voila, introducing no hassle membership <laughs> in course platform. Again, I don't like to sell. I don't like to like switch that to the pitched part, right? I prefer not to do it. Mm-hmm. So when I, by creating that challenge, it leads to it organically finally they had the idea of the course for for a year for months but they didn't do anything they signed up for the five day challenge by the by day five they're like i'm ready give me give me the solution you know the the platform to do it i know what i need to do i have the entire curriculum ready i know how i'm going to market it i know how i'm going to do it i've written everything i've submitted it you know i did my homework give me the solution to the tech problem so organically. So that's how I've done. And I've done this specific uh, challenge, maybe like nine times every four months or so, two, three times a year. And then I, I switched it over to cha- to a boot camp, which is a little uh, shorter but the same idea exactly i i just changed a, a, a bit of the format but the the content is almost exactly the same and the the great thing about doing a challenge or a boot camp is you're promoting the the free boot camp or the free challenge you're not promoting your product you uh, you know the ads and and all the promotions that i do is for something free that anyone can join and will benefit The key, of course, is to give them so much value that they would pay for something like that, but you're giving it for free. And just like I told you before, again, with the karma, I do not care. Who buys what? I do my part, I'm doing the challenge, giving it all all I have. That The week of the challenge is always very busy and I stay up really late, which I always do, but I, I answer people and I answer every single person that posts their homework. I answer them individually and I'm not just like, great. No, I give them feedback on their homework to, so that it improves or you know, uh, they can make it even better over the the four days by the time we get to day five they're ready to buy i'm just like okay card is open i don't even have to you know pitch for it and and now people wait for it because i don't open the i only open the cart for that product every few months so they're like oh challenge plus the product they're like ready to go Mm -hmm. and but that took time to build and 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 uh, promoting the challenge is a is very different than promoting a paid product that you need to, you know, convince again, I don't like that word, but to explain to them this they know. They've been sitting on an idea for a course for a while. I'm giving them that push that they need. And then if they want to buy, yeah. they buy. If they don't want to buy, they don't have to buy. Maybe they'll buy next time. Maybe they'll tell a friend. Maybe they'll never buy. And I did my my share of sharing with them my knowledge and getting them to, a, you know, 20% closer to their solution. Mm-hmm. For yeah. free in this case. I can
2: like the cogs turning with Lee right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, how could I apply this that's, to my business? That's such a smart <laughs> idea because you're
0: because one of the biggest challenges for to, not meaning to use the word challenge, but one of the biggest problems I suppose businesses is when they're trying to sell anything is trying to get all the all the aspects right right in terms of a sense of urgency the desire the Mm -hmm. the need to get to get something done right Mm -hmm. it's because we we have so many distractions so many things coming at us all the time that unless it's unless something's going to fall on your head lots of things aren't that urgent and so uh, and we're all quite um immune to sales being things being thrown at us all the time but with the challenge, uh,
2: you've got their focus, haven't
0: you? Yeah, and, it's, yeah and, it's, and a challenge is something that you go into for you because you've got an outcome that you've got in mind. And I'm just thinking about there's so many aspects that that same philosophy can be applied to. And there's so many benefits to come from that because even if you're talking, if you're promoting the challenge, because if somebody's listening to you right now and what you've just explained, there might be people out there thinking, Oh well, that's only relevant if I have a group, if I've already cultivated a group. But you could promote a challenge to any anybody anywhere, and for them to engage with it, and that feeds into the group down the road. So right? yeah, There's so
1: so, so two things. First of all, uh, I uh, create with the boot camps. I create a new group each time. the The group exists just for the boot camp. You don't need to have anyone in it, when it started on day one, there's just me and a friend that I invited. You know how you have to invite a friend? And, but again, because I already have a community and so on, I also send out an email and then quickly, but that wasn't the case on the first time. I actually have probably the single most popular piece of content I ever created was the launch report from my first launch. And I, I had no one, and I have it on my website you know, uh, people can can find it. It's the report of my first launch from 2016 that I did. You know, a month after or whenever, and all the numbers. I made about eight thousand uh, dollars in the first launch, and that blew my mind. Blew my mind that I and I spent about a thousand dollars in ads. A thousand dollars I basically did not have at the time. It was huge, but I believed. I knew. I knew that if I get just a few people i only needed 10 people to cover the cost right if i can get a few dozen people to join the, the challenge and then 10 of them will buy it will be worth it for sure and it ended up being about 300 people that joined and about 80 people who ended up buying so phew, really mind blown and i still that, that that's the best money i ever made Although, you know, I made more and that's the best, the best I ever made. And I come back to that feeling uh, whenever I uh, do these things. The other thing that's great about challenges and, uh, and boot camps are that it's rinse and repeat. You plan it once, you do it once. And then I, all the emails, the daily assignments, the PDFs, the, you know, the only thing I do and now is... I have the daily lesson as a video in the morning, I release it, you know, into the group. And in the, eve- in the afternoon, I do a live Q&A. That has been a great add-on that I didn't do in the past so that people can interact. It's very, very uh, two-sided and that's what I, that's why challenges and bootcamps are different than any other uh, freebie when it's a pdf or a video series it's just one-sided the person does or doesn't do anything here it's very interactive and so they post their homework we respond there's a lot of engagement which again just makes the entire experience and community and, and you know trust and and authority all those things just to a whole different level by the time if you do it right you position yourself right you choose the right and challenge idea to transition organically to your product. It's almost seamless and it doesn't take much more than just getting them to day 3 or day 5 whenever you open the cart. So yeah, big fan, big Fantastic. fan. Yeah, I
0: love
2: it. So I want to um just revisit quickly how how you kind of got here because you've mentioned that you've been a, an entrepreneur for for 20 years or so. Yeah. I I know some of your story from just Uh, Reading bits and pieces but explain to kind of the listeners like how you got here And 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 the reason I kind of want you to do that is because we're very big on on the journey and Not all these kind of overnight success stories that you hear that the majority of entrepreneurs have been in this for a while Yes,
1: (laughs) oh, I have quite the journey quite the journey. So uh, it seems I never wanted to work for anyone else I can't remember any time that that was even a consideration it was never since I was a teen. Uh, I started my first business uh, sewing and selling things that I was sewing when I was 16 or so. Uh, side story, I learned how to sew during the first Gulf War. I'm from Israel originally. We were <laughs> with the masks and everything. And <laughs> I was 14 when I learned how to sew. In any case, that was the first business. And then I, I, I went to to army and to university. And then after university, my uh, then boyfriend, now husband and I decided we're going to Costa Rica. We've never been to Costa Rica. We just heard about it from my sister-in-law. That was amazing. And not only were we going to Costa Rica, we're going to open a hotel, a small hotel in Costa Rica so that was my first yeah yeah a boutique hotel in the middle of the jungle that's what happened and we lived five (laughs) years in costa rica Uh, and that was i started super big made a lot of mistakes and uh, i'll tell you a little bit more about other businesses but i'll just say until no hassle website i did not have a sustainable successful business 20 years so not overnight from from February 2016 to March 2016, overnight. But the 20 years leading to that, not overnight at all. And uh, I've had every and any kind of business you can uh, think of. So we had the hotel in Costa Rica, it took years to build, similar to what we're talking about here. Huge you know, project, investors, family money, just so much into it. Uh, and then we built something amazing uh, and it was, again, community, we were in a rural area where most of the people there have never met foreigners, never spoke English, you know, and we we of course speak Spanish now and uh, and just creating that community and and building the the hotel and then starting to promote it and getting people was huge, huge challenge. Uh, and we ended up selling the hotel after uh, two and a half years. The hotel is still uh, owned by the same owners that bought it back in 2006. And they've really grown it and made it. It's beautiful. It's so much. They have a yoga center now that it's really beautiful. But uh, we didn't make any money, any money during five years of the hotel. Any money. And we worked 24 7, I mean, 20, a hotel. 24 7 it was a small beautiful <laughs> boutique hotel with 10 rooms even if you have one guest it's 24 7. like you cannot uh, no. uh, and then we decided for uh, multiple reasons that we wanted to start a family and uh, and to do that uh, not in costa rica distance for all kinds of reasons and we ended up selling it with, that was a success uh, being able to sell it and that's when we made a little profit if you divided by five years not a profit at all uh, but uh, <laughs> that was number one big big project then over the years we've had all kinds of uh, i sold and uh, custom made wedding dresses made in china in a studio in china sent to brides in the uk specifically in the uk because i was it was all about seo so we were number one for the term wedding dresses in google uk for nine months the business lived more than nine (laughs) months but we were number one and it was crazy when that happened but i'm I'm not a big fan of SEO for many years and you know once that dissolved and we were gone and the algorithm with Google didn't like us anymore then uh, the business started to crumble and uh, but for you know, what was it like 3 years i was an expert at wedding dresses i could see a wedding dress picture and know who the designer was the year the model number crazy i don't like wedding dresses i've never worn a wedding dress i I got married at City Hall with jeans and a sweater, and and the driver was one of the witnesses, the driver that took us there. Yeah, I'm not into those things, but I did that, and I was an expert, and I was excited for the brides, and I was nervous when the dress, you know, didn't come in at, at the right time or whatever. And so that was another business. And so that's online, all online, because it was online service, online getting it, ordering, shipping. It was crazy. Uh, And then another big product uh, or business that I have had for many years was uh, cloth diapers. Nappies, what do you call it? Cloth nappies. Mm -hmm. And so I had a a company, a brand called Global Cloth Diapers with my friend uh, Sarah uh, for for seven years or so and our brand was awesome and our diapers were amazing but we didn't make any money and so it was very it it went up and then down and like i said sustainability is very important to me now and in terms of whatever i create or think about or or, uh, price and so on it has to be sustainable and so those are just some of the things that i did and these are years of working around the clock and and serving people and making less than minimum wage at the end of the day if not losing money and but not only would i not change anything obviously i don't think in those terms of changing but i also didn't it was good what when it was happening i i it just wasn't financially successful in many other ways each of the business was very successful and uh, but uh, you know if it's not financially successful it's not sustainable and that's what happened and uh, with all of these businesses and with uh, with with the transition that was very organic to no hassle website i was able to kind of take the best of all the the businesses and avoid the mistakes of of all the businesses not that it's perfect and uh, but but it's 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 a very strong business and very successful and profitable you know i and and has been has been such for almost from day one because the costs were so low and the investment and time was so that the first client was already was already making me money you know the first $99 was profit basically and so yeah obviously I've grown I have a team now I'm not a one-woman show my I have eight other people amazing people on my team that support uh, everything and allow me to do that, uh, but uh, the, the model is is very sustainable. So that's you know hopefully we'll continue that way and grow.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting um, because your journey is is so similar to many of us in business in that it's a patchwork of things, uh, but there is a there's always a constant amongst it there's yeah. some there's some skills mm-hmm. or attributes you bring in your in the way you think about things and your personality anything else that you can look back on and go oh yeah i can see why i did that and i see i and i can see how i'm where i am now because of those things but for anybody else looking from the outside in they'll be like how on earth does that fit with this <laughs> and with that? And, all that and it's it's such a personal journey right yeah
1: and to me It never was about what the product is. Like, I'm not a web designer. I'm not, uh, you know, I I didn't build websites for other people. I just, I'm, I'm techie, I like these kind of things, but it was never my thing. But I recognized the problem and, you know, came up with a solution. Same, by the way, with the wedding dresses, with the cloth diapers. Even the hotel in Costa Rica, what made us money during those years and the year after we sold was that I understood, again, I was listening to what people were saying. People were contacting me and I was in forums. It wasn't even uh, Facebook groups. There were travel forums. Uh, and I was you know, uh, active in those forums and I was giving advice about Costa Rica in general right so even before the hotel was open where to go what to do and at the end most people who go to costa rica go to the you know most popular places for good reason because it's gorgeous and it's amazing and uh, so i started creating these 10-day packages because most people had about 10 days most people had about the same budget and wanted to do the same things so i created a 10-day package for costa rica and that it's so, similar to like the challenge and the you know 20% that we were talking about that their problem was planning the trip to Costa Rica that was their challenge I gave them a solution for a fixed price and we booked I became an agent we booked the hotels the other hotels and also they stayed with us for three nights during those 10 days that's how I got people to come to to the hotel and know about us And that was successful, so much so that when we sold the hotel, I continued to do that for about a year. And from, you know, I was like an agent for Costa Rica and I ran Google ads. There wasn't Facebook people, there wasn't even Facebook then. And I ran Google ads and people that didn't know me, you know, I was their agent. I booked everything and they loved their customer service and they couldn't believe it. And it was the best time of their life. And then they told their friends and so on. So those things were, I, took all those things from all the other businesses and put them to something that happens to be a technical solution. The other thing is I discovered after I started a no hassle website uh, that I don't really it's not about the tech. It's never about the tech like we talked about and that's just the either excuse or fear that just blocks everything else. It's not about that. So as I my community grew the product that they asked for grew I understood that the the tech solution is small and I can provide that for you know $99 or whatever but they need a lot of other support to be able to create the products mm-hmm. or brand themselves and so on and that's when I started to analyze what I was doing and more seriously and seeing what how, my journey what my journey was and what made, no-hassle website different than my previous businesses and from that I created my membership uh, program that I have my club that supports all those other things so that the tech you know you just plug in what you need for the tech that's the easy part it's yeah. the, everything else all those other pillars I call them that are not selling or tech that you need to to focus on on your business and so that came from my my you know an analysis of my businesses and things I did properly and things I failed miserably, and just put it all together and package it in a way that you know other people can can clone almost in their own business. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And listening again, I guess, listening to to what it is that your yes. customers need.
1: Yes, they asked for it. <laughs> They asked, they asked for a lot of the coaching, and I don't do any coaching. So I thought, let me make it more sustainable. Let me think of a model that's more sustainable, not one on one calls, not high priced, low priced, that I can uh, do regularly and once a month deliver this kind of training to whoever is a member that will get them yet a little closer to the, what they want. And so. Yeah.
0: That's so smart because I think the um, the temptation, especially when when people go out and they try and get they get um, a customer, especially if they're in a in their if they're in a service space, is they just want to increase their prices as high as possible and and then go get the most expensive clients, go get do all of this, and constantly exchange their time for money. And and um, the sustainability piece that you're describing is. Is something that most people don't think about, especially yeah, if they yeah. have a financial need now. It's like I just need—I just need someone to give me yeah. some money. I just need to get that now. Mm-hmm. And the idea of, hang on a second, scale that up. What happens if you have ten people? Whatever happens if you have a hundred, a mm-hmm. thousand? Is it, and most people, if they sit down and really look at it, it's like, yeah, no, I can't get beyond ten.
1: Yeah, right, right. Which is you're about right. It's not sustainable, isn't it? Look, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, Sorry. I try. No, no. I tried to be very true to myself. Again, I learned that the hard way, right? When I compromise on things to because of the, the financial stress that was my reality and our reality as new parents, and and having to to calculate in my head when going to the supermarket how much I'm putting in the cart because you know I I've lived that until five years ago until five years ago. And that was fine, you know, it was it was okay. I, I wouldn't want to go work for someone else. That was always, yeah, I, I'd rather calculate in my head in the supermarket than go work for, for someone else. That's okay. But I also knew I could come up with the way to have both, right? And so I was working on that for a long time. And and, and with, with no hassle website, I, I was able to, to connect all the, these pieces and put the puzzle together. But uh, at the same time, I'm, when it comes to prices and things like that, I have a very strong uh, opinion about that. And uh, I don't, I don't, I really don't judge people for their, their pricing. What I don't like is that people s- uh, think that there's actually an innate value price tag to what they create. There is no innate, uh,
2: there,
1: there's nothing about what you did that is, worth $2000 or worth you know $10,000 or worth $10 this is you know uh, uh, cap you know marketing and and market one on one if people are willing to pay it and you're willing to provide it and there's enough you that's the price it's not innate in the product and why is that important because people connect they, they i I really really dislike this these discussions about you don't value yourself either if you don't buy something for two thousand dollars or if you don't sell it for two thousand dollars i call bullshit on all of that i really can't stand it it's just it's wrong on many levels it's it's borderline yeah. shaming people for not buying or for not charging and it's just distorted because there is no value your one-on-one is not worth anything it's a business model if it's you know if you can live off of it if it's good for you if it's if it's good for your clients and it works and it's sustainable perfect if not then it's the, there's nothing there when i create the course my my consideration or course or product of the price has zero to do with the value of the product i sell uh, no hassle websites for 99 dollars objectively it could be worth three thousand dollars why because a a designer would charge you three thousand dollars for it and will make something very similar to it what is that all about there's no value i don't feel that i'm selling it cheap i think i'm selling it at the exact perfect price for my clients Mm -hmm. for my community and that's why i sell i've sold thousands of these thousands and thousands instead of i i, I always say i rather sell to 5000 people for 99 dollars than to 99 people for 5000 dollars that's my business model but it has nothing to do with the product itself it's sustainable for me i can support that It makes me good money. My clients are happy. It makes it so I don't have to sell something that I don't love to do. It makes it so I don't have to do one-on-one. You know, if you charge $5,000, maybe they expect things. I don't want to give those things. That's not who I am. That's not how I would like to spend my time. So that's what I dislike about all this pricing and uh, ideology or philosophies. And I really go against that. And that's what I tell my community. They can sell for whatever price they want. But it's not because there's because they worked you know three months a year to build it someone else has to no 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 no. i don't it's not it's not something that is even part of how i price or think about my product it's completely different so like i said i can't stand it makes me very tired to have one-on-one and coaching simply not something i ever want to do probably and sometimes i'm like oh maybe i should and then i'm like no i everything about what i think is making me feel Ugh, that's not what i want to do maybe you know a group 50 people maybe something like that but one-on-one I'm, i am I want to go to sleep now <laughs> like, not <laughs> happening <laughs>
2: Well, listen. This has been fantastic. I don't know about our listeners and our viewers, but I've taken away yeah. great stuff from this just just myself. So um, I'm going to be implementing quite a few things that you you've said today. So thank you so much for kind of showing up with just such value and such authenticity. I just love it. Thank you. Yeah, so I much. think
0: your experience is jealous, uh like for to everybody, and you've certainly definitely got me thinking. I think the It's so easy. That sustainability piece is so easy to fall into the trap of not thinking that way. And so, um, yeah, thank you. This has been awesome.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. So I look uh, forward to continuing our friendship and relationship. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, As usual, I always end by saying, let me know if you need anything. (laughs) So I'll just say that if there's anything you do need. (laughs) uh let me know
2: well, for our and our viewers where where can
1: they find your products uh, so your keeping it simple as i like to do my website is called nohasslewebsite.com and uh, you can you can find everything there all, all my products and stories and demos and and showcases and if uh, if anyone wants to contact me there's a contact page obviously on the page there and uh, or they can go to our Facebook page and and PM from the page there again no hassle website is the page and um, and yeah that's that's it I, I try to make it simple for people to get to us
2: <laughs> that's that's the way we like it. thank you so much again <laughs> keep
1: keep safe keep safe everyone and let's hope that 2021 is a little easier on all of us
2: yeah absolutely thank you, thank you again
1: yay.